Welcome to the English Vocabulary Help Podcast. My name is Kayla and I am an English teacher from the United States. I teach English vocabulary that you cannot find in a textbook. Today's topic is all about music vocabulary. There'll be some great slang words you can use to describe music, there'll be idioms, and there'll just be some useful English words that will help you talk about the music that you listen to on a daily basis. I teach natural English on Instagram at English with Kayla. I teach on YouTube and now even TikTok, so go find me in those places and definitely send me a message on Instagram if you listen to today's show. The English Vocabulary Help podcast is a way to hear the English that I teach on the go, and I want this to be a very casual, conversational format. And even in 2021, I hope to have some guests on to teach you guys English as well. And I don't want it to just be me. So let me know again if you listen to today's episode. What you're doing while you're listening. Right now, I'm drinking hot chocolate because I'm trying to take a bit of a break from coffee. And while I enjoy drinking mint tea with no caffeine, I sometimes get sick of it and I need just a little bit of a treat. So I'm drinking hot chocolate. And I definitely put whipped cream and chocolate sauce on the top to make it feel fancy and just really good. Another thing that I did recently is I watched the Netflix show The Queen's Gambit. If you guys have had the chance to watch, let me know what you thought. You definitely don't need to know a thing about chess in order to watch the show. The show is about a girl in the 1960s who lives in the United States and she just has an obsession with chess. Talks about where she goes from there. And my husband really enjoys chess. He knows lots about chess. I don't know anything about openings. I just know the basic pieces and movements, but I really enjoyed it. And at the end of the series, she goes to Russia and plays chess. So if you are interested in chess or just watching a really good show, whether you like chess or not, that will be my recommendation for you today. So without further ado, let's get into today's lesson. If you're looking to learn some very natural and interesting English phrases today, you are in the right place and I hope that you can use these in a conversation about music. Let's get into it. The first phrase that I want to talk to you about today is the phrase by heart. If you know something such as a poem by heart, you have learned it so well, that you can remember it without having to read it. You just know it by memory. You could also say I knew it by memory or verbatim, word for word. I just want to note when to not use this word because I've come across this a couple times, actually several times in the last few weeks here with English learners. So we really only use the phrase by heart when talking about knowing music, like a song by heart, you know every lyric to the song, or you know, you could say a book or a TV show or a poem, but most commonly it's used with music. We don't talk about knowing other information by heart. It just is really primarily used when we say, I know this song by heart. I know it in my heart. I know it so well. So try not to use this phrase unless you're talking about music. Even if you haven't technically memorized a book or a TV show, if you've watched it so many times, you know exactly what's going to happen. You could say, I know it by heart. All right, you guys are always DMing me, asking for slang lessons. And sometimes I don't feel hip enough to teach slang. That means I don't feel cool enough. But 
The truth is I use a lot of slang, especially a lot of like young people slang. I watch lots of TikTok, lots of YouTube. <laughs> Even though I'm older, I still enjoy it. So I want to teach you the word slaps. And this isn't obviously talking about hitting someone. Slaps is slang to mean it's excellent or amazing. We really use this when talking about music. Um, my friend texted me one time and said, the new Ariana Grande song absolutely slaps. And it made me laugh because it was a guy who texted me that. And it was funny that a guy just loved this Ariana Grande song so much. So when you make music that slaps, you want to dance to it. You want to sing to it, get up and move. You want to clap your hands, maybe actually slap your hands together. <laughs> so this is just a really popular slang word phrase right now. When you're listening to music, you could say, that song slaps so hard. I love it. I can't stop listening to it. My next slang word for you is a bit of an older one. I think this word has been around for a very long time. And it typically refers to a young woman who really likes a particular musical artist or band. Um, the word is groupie. So it's like the word group with an I-E, groupie. I knew lots of people growing up who were Justin Bieber groupies. They had posters on their wall of him. They had every album. They would practically cry and scream if they were going to a concert. I had a friend that was a Justin, or not, I had a friend that was a Jonas Brothers groupie when we were much younger, and I remember she went to a Jonas Brothers concert, and she must have been up towards the stage, and she said one of the Jonas Brothers touched her hand, you know, when you give someone like a high five on stage, and she said, I'm not going to wash my hand now. And I just like laughed even, I was never really a groupie for any band or for any singer. It just means that you are really a big fan of a certain pop singer. You could even say if you're like a girl, it doesn't have to be like you're attracted to them. I know someone that's a Taylor Swift groupie, meaning she loves every song of hers. She, you know, follows her on Instagram. She really just loves her music. So she could be a groupie. It doesn't have to be a girl following a guy. It can just be, you're a big fan. Another word that I hear the kids using a lot on TikTok these days is the word stan, which it, it kind of means the same as groupie. It just means like I support them, like BTS, ARMY. If you follow K-pop at all, the group BTS has a complete ARMY. There are a bunch of stands for BTS, and I like BTS too. I'm definitely not in the army. The army is the people online who just love them so much that they will attack anyone that, you know, says anything negative about the group BTS. But I also think K-pop is kind of a fun genre to follow and just has some funny things with how diehard the fandom is there. I would say they're groupies. Hopefully that's not offensive. Um... It could be used as a derogatory term, groupie. Like, ah, oh, you're such a groupie. Like, you would follow them even if they were doing bad things. So once in a while, it can be used in a derogatory manner. But I think most of the time, it's a light word that we use. Let's take a minute to thank this week's sponsor of the podcast.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to this week's sponsor of the podcast. I really love Audible and I'm so excited that they are supporting the podcast. I know you all like to read and it helps you practice your English vocabulary. But one thing that takes it even a step further is listening to audiobooks. And if you have an Audible membership, you will be listening to tons of audiobooks in 2021. I personally set a reading goal at the beginning of each year and I've been an Audible member since 2015 now, and I get to look back and see all the books I've listened to, and I get to see all the time that I've spent listening to books, learning new information that's helped me in my life so much. Right now, I'm still reading Atomic Habits. I'm getting so much out of this book, especially when it comes to setting goals, and you guys always ask me, how can I learn more English vocabulary. Well, you have to make it a habit. So I would recommend the book Atomic Habits. And right now, if you visit audibletrial.com forward slash EWK, like English with Kayla, it supports the English Vocabulary Help podcast. It helps me do this podcast for free. And you get a 30-day free trial with a free audiobook. So you could go read Atomic Habits or another English title that you've been dying to listen to and learn from. It's a really awesome deal, so go download a new English audiobook to really hone in on your listening skills. So again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash EWK. The link is in the show notes. Thanks to Audible, and let's get right back to this English lesson. We're back. Let's talk about what a mashup is. So if you ever watched the English speaking show Glee. It's an American show. They would always do a mashup of two different songs. So they'd start by singing one song, usually it's like a pop song, and they'd transition to another. One mashup that's really popular on TikTok right now is the, and I love it too, the TikToks are really funny too, that go to it, but it's the song, it's really old, it's called, um, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. And then it turns into Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles, which is a newer song. And you, if you didn't know two separate songs were there, you would think it's all one song. So it's usually like a DJ or a producer somehow makes the song sound all as one. They combine two songs to make a mashup. So often when you go to a club, you'll hear mashups on the dance floor. The best types of mashups, in my opinion, are two songs that you would think could not go together and would sound terrible, or they're very two conflicting genres like country and rap. And they go together and they make a nice song, especially if you're a very talented DJ, you can make a good mashup. On Instagram, I had a post recently that was talking about the word jam. And when I really started thinking about this word while recording the video, there are so many different definitions to jam. I named three in the post. I think I said you could have a traffic jam, 
where everyone is in the same place trying to drive and then you get stuck in a traffic jam. You can have a jam in a machine, like a photocopier, when all the papers go through at one time and then it stops working, it's jammed up, it stops. You can obviously just have jam that's like jelly, it's fruit spread that we put on our bread, that's what we call it. And then the definition that I'm going to teach today, when you say something is my jam, you're talking about a song that you love. So maybe instead of saying, oh, this slaps, if you've heard the song a bunch of times and like it's your song, you love listening to it, it kind of goes with your, it's almost like your motto in life, it makes you feel good, it makes you feel empowered, you could say, this is my jam. So I like rap music a lot, so I'll always have a rap song and I'll be like, this is my jam right here means it's just a song that you love and that you can listen to anytime. Now, another useful word, it's definitely not a slang word, is the word soundtrack. A soundtrack is the music that accompanies or goes and plays during a movie. So some movies have really good soundtracks and they really bring the movie to life. I can think of the movie Pirates of the Caribbean with Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp. They have an orchestra for the soundtrack and it's just a really popular famous soundtrack because it's so unique to the movie and it really goes along with the pirates so that's what the word soundtrack means the last word that i'm going to teach you on today's episode is the word headbanger this is kind of a funny word it's probably more popular in the 80s and 90s you can still call yourself a headbanger but It's someone that's a fan or a performer of heavy metal music. So they literally, you know, shake their head up and down to that crazy heavy metal music. I feel like in Sweden, maybe Norway, and Finland too, they love headbanger music. They love heavy metal. And if you go to like a heavy metal concert or a very, I think some rap concerts have it too, like a very extreme concert, They'll have something called a mosh pit where everyone literally mushes or smushes together and jumps around and they can be quite dangerous. I've never personally been in a mosh pit. (laughs) I was at a sporting game once and I got trampled, meaning people ran over me. Everyone was rushing to try to get into the sports venue and all of a sudden someone was basically walking on top of me. Luckily, I didn't get too injured, but I've heard of it happening, so... Be careful when you go to the stadiums or whatever. I know we're not doing that right now because of COVID, but be careful for mosh pits. And if you're a headbanger, be careful at the concerts. Thank you so much for listening to today's English Vocabulary Help podcast. I hope that you take the phrases and words about music from today's lesson and you're able to use them in your English conversations. And maybe you'll be able to understand some more cultural things about music when English speakers are discussing it. Reach out to me again on Instagram at EnglishWithKayla. I'm really trying to grow my community on there, and I think the English tips that I teach daily on there will help you a lot. Along with my YouTube lessons, you can find me on YouTube at EnglishWithKayla as well. If you're looking to get a free audiobook, Use the link below, audibletrial.com forward slash EWK, like English with Kayla. And it also helps support me and support me doing this podcast. So I thank you in advance if you use the link. Thanks again for listening. I love this podcast. I love talking to you each week. 
Look out for a new episode next Thursday and good luck studying English.